What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The city of Benton Harbor is partnering with Michigan State Police as the agency seeks funding for a new gunshot detection system in the city. At their meeting this week, Benton Harbor City Commissioners approved a resolution expressing support for the state police as they seek to start the shot spotter system on behalf of the city and Benton Township. The shot spotter system is an acoustic surveillance technology that uses sensors on buildings and poles to detect, locate, and alert law enforcement agencies of potential gunfire incidents in real time. Commissioner Ron Singleton said Monday commissioners have looked at this technology for a couple of years. We knew it was, wasn't affordable, especially. I mean, we ran through a whole lot of financial struggles and stuff, but we had a presentation in our last uh, public safety committee meeting, and we were able to pull it off. It's going to make a great impact in our community. So looking forward to see, see that go through. The commission's vote this week doesn't commit the city to any expense. It's just supporting Michigan State Police as they seek funding. Also this week, commissioners approved spending $38,000 in federal ARPA funds on new police body cameras. The old cameras were purchased in 2017, and the commission's resolution says they're at the end of their useful life due to the batteries being so old. An effort is underway to build a new playground at Kiwanis Park in St. Joseph. Speaking to St. Joseph City Commissioners this week, resident Nicole Stusick said she's been working with several community partners to install a universally accessible playground at the park. I am a local Southwest Michigan resident and a native to the area. I'm also a mom of three where my oldest son was born with a rare disease and that led to my work in rare disease advocacy and now has led me to building a playground. City Public Works Director Greg Grothaus said the current playground is around 25 years old, which is about how long playground equipment typically lasts. Stusick said the goal for the new playground is for it to be open to all children, regardless of abilities. They're calling it the Kaleidoscope Playground. So the idea is there's an evolving perspective that's reflective of every person in our city, in our town, beyond that, that's in a vibrant and dynamic and diverse way. Stusick is working with the St. Joseph Parks Foundation to raise funds for the new Kaleidoscope Playground. The project has already been approved for four Frederick S. Upton Foundation grants totaling $100,000. The grants would require a $50,000 match from the partnership seeking the new playground. The total goal is $500,000, and fundraising efforts will pick up in the spring. Commissioners Monday approve the concept so that fundraising may begin. The Lincoln Township Board of Trustees has authorized a sidewalk project connecting roughly the township library to the village limits of Stevensville. At their Tuesday meeting, Supervisor Dick Stauffer said a recent allocation secured by State Representative Joey Andrews will give the township the last bit of funding it needs to move forward with the long-planned John Beers Road sidewalk. The sidewalk will be a sidewalk on the north and the south side of John Beers connecting to the existing sidewalks at Roosevelt, headed west now on both sides to DeMario Road, which is the village limits. So we'll have a connectivity to the village, which has been a goal of our master plan for roughly 15 years. Stauffer said the township already has about half a million dollars in grants lined up for the work, and then the allocation from Andrews came through. This left the township around $23,000 short of the total needed. 
The township will fund the remainder, which Stauffer said is a pretty good deal for nearly a million-dollar project. He expects the work to take place in 2025. The City of St. Joseph and the Michigan Department of Transportation are seeking the public's thoughts ahead of a reconstruction project planned for the I-94 business loop downtown. That route is also known as Main Street. St. Joseph Assistant City Manager Emily Hackworth tells us the MDOT project will create a lot of opportunities for improvements. They've been talking for some time about the reconstruction of BL94 in the downtown area, and we are moving forward with that in partnership with MDOT and expect that construction work to happen in 2027. So we're starting the public engagement process now. We will have public input sessions soon. And Hackworth says the city is launching a survey for the public. It's inviting not just St. Joe residents, but anyone who drives through downtown St. Joseph on a regular basis to give their opinion. Hackworth says they want to know what people think about traffic patterns, pedestrian crossings, landscaping, safety, and bicycle access. When it is launched, possibly next week, you'll be able to find the survey at the city's website. We'll also put it on WSJM.com. The Berrien County Parks Department is hoping to get a chance to open up cross-country skiing trails at Love Creek and Madeline Bertrand County Park soon, now that there's some snow in the forecast. Parks Director Jill Adams tells us it takes several inches of snow before the trails can open up because they need a good base layer and then some snow on top. In the meantime, she says there are plenty of things to do at the county parks, even though it's winter. We do encourage people to come out and enjoy the parks, even if they are just itching to get out cross-country skiing, come out anyway. There's still some good hiking trails until that time, until skiing becomes a good thing for everybody to do. There's some mountain biking opportunities at the parks. And at Madeline Bertrand, we have disc golf. Adams says a couple of county parks are now closed for the season. They are Galeen River and Pawpaw River. Other facilities remain open. Silver Beach County Park is open year-round for just hiking and sightseeing and bird watching. We do caution people once the weather does get colder, the ice comes out. We don't want people slipping. Adams says once there's ice on the lake, everyone's strongly encouraged to stay off it. The County Parks Department just released its winter newsletter with recommendations for things to do. We have a link to that at our website, WSJM.com. The Southwest Michigan Tourism Council has launched a new hiking challenge for lovers of the outdoors. Director Marcy Simpson tells us the Southwest Michigan Trails Challenge is underway, calling on hikers to tackle check-in points recommended throughout Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties. You can take the challenge by installing the Visit Southwest Michigan app on your Apple or Android device. You would visit one and you would check in, basically take a picture, a selfie at the trailhead and upload it to the challenge. And then you do that a total of five times to complete the challenge. Simpson says they selected the trails to get people visiting a variety of terrain throughout the region. We just tried to get a good mix of trails throughout the Southwest Michigan area. So folks had somewhere to choose from Niles, Buchanan, Baton Harbor, South Haven, Cass. There's a good mix of places. The first 100 people to complete the five check-ins will receive some sort of prize. Simpson says once all the prizes are claimed, the challenge closes. However, after that, organizers encourage others to set personal goals to visit as many of the region's trails as they can. This is the first trails challenge to be hosted by the Southwest Michigan Tourism Council. With the football season, at least college football, wrapping up, do you get stressed out while watching sports? 
Monica Nagel, a therapist at Birmingham Maple Clinic, has some tips for other events that might be coming up, how to handle that sports stress. People bring in a lot of personal and social frustrations into it and maybe aren't aware of it. And so being thoughtful of, you know, we're, we're watching this game, we want to see our team win. How do we need to deal with controversial referee decisions or players that don't show up that day and learning how to better regulate that? Alcohol goes hand in hand. So regulating alcohol consumption, I think, is a major component of how we can be more present during these events. Nagel says it's important to remember that how you feel at home watching the game will have no impact on the outcome, but the outcome, especially if your team wins, could help. And for those watching presidential politics, a new poll shows former President Donald Trump with a big lead in Michigan as he looks to retake the White House in November. The survey of 600 likely general election voters commissioned by WDIV-TV and the Detroit News shows Trump with an eight-point lead over President Joe Biden. 47% of likely voters in the poll say they prefer Mr. Trump, while 39% selected President Biden with a Trump-Whitmer matchup. A recent poll showed Whitmer winning. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.